Hey, good morning. Oh, yeah, I'm just thinking about a lot of stuff. I just woke up. It's kind of foggy. It's a good day, though. Usually about the 10 or 15 minutes that it takes me to get out of bed or just wake up sort of is like some of the worst time of my day. Usually I wake up with some kind of like fear or regrets or just some shocking realization. And then I feel like Ugh, I'm going to be bored today. Like I just keep doing the same thing over and over. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? And then I start to get up. And by the time I get up, though, I'm already like, oh, yeah, I don't have to do what I did yesterday. Because I don't have a job. 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 But I do have a routine, which is kind of a little boring. But right now I'm just tossing a tennis ball with my left hand. And, like, I got nothing to do, really. I'm thinking about getting coffee, though, <clears throat> which is, you know, I'm back and forth on the coffee thing, so. Which, at least I'm not, like, drinking tons of fucking coffee. So, at least there's that. And my sobriety is good, so let's see. How's my sobriety? That's, like, the most important thing, right? No desire to drink. No desire to drink. I mean... I get triggered when I watch fictional shows a lot. I'm like, okay, so people are drinking, they're smoking. And I'm usually just like, you know what? I did all that, and, like, I don't need to do that anymore. But sometimes I get a little bit, like, lusty about, like, oh, wouldn't it be cool? Because, you know, I think what I miss is, like, or what I wish I had is a little more power in my life. So uh, fictional characters that are, like, super powerful or can break laws and stuff or whatever. I mean, that's just one thing. Most shows are about people who break laws. I mean, it's a little alluring at times. And then when they're showing me, like, I mean, they're basically all liquor and nicotine advertisements, it seems. But, um, what else is there? There's nicotine. Every once in a while, I feel like smoking a cigarette, but I don't smoke, so. I know that's a really slippery slope. It's just like coffee, though, but it's, like, even worse. And it's just like, ugh, it's worse for you, too. Marijuana, I don't really miss. I mean, I see people on marijuana all the time, and, like, I don't want what they have. Um, I don't have that much more, but I have uh, more liberty, more freedom of mind. Someone someone called <clears throat> smoking marijuana chasing the dragon. I would never use that term, but I, I think that that's more like a heroin term. But uh, the concept, I thought, was you're always after something. And so, yeah, that's a waste of time. I had to be out there, like, looking around for it all the time. I mean, it's pretty easy to find, but still, like, I'm kind of glad I'm off marijuana. In fact, I'm really glad I'm off marijuana because it just, it gives me more time to do other stuff. But that's kind of, like, where I'm at. I'm just like, well, what, what the heck am I doing? You know, and that's why if I don't have something to do, I get, like, a little bit. Maybe that's not why, but I get antsy. So I like to have a bunch of things to focus on, even if I don't get them all done. It's just like I like to work. Is that a tarp? Is that a tarp or a blanket? 
Looks like a He's like, I'll stay away from my stuff. Don't touch my stuff. Like, never came back for his stuff. He just left it there. There's a book there that I wanted to read. Oh, there's another book out by um, Beastie Boys. Not to advertise other people's work without getting paid, but it's kind of notable. I mean, I, I saw them, like, on YouTube, like, advertising their book on... Because they probably got the top of the algorithm. And it was pretty lame. And then, of course, like every other Jew, I see their book in the library. Right next to, there was another Jew book. Uh, forget what the other one was but you know prominently placed every single library probably in america buys these books from these jews what a great racket and then barely anybody barely anybody reads them wait what a scam what a scam we could all have you know they could be paying us for our podcasts instead of that shit but they gotta pay probably like a hundred bucks for that book. Times like a million libraries. But yeah, there's a lot of things that are a scam in America that the Jews run. You know, what can I say? I'm just like, I'm not paying for it. I wish I kind of wish I was in on it at a point. Like, I'm like, if I could only have a little piece of something. But on the other hand, besides all that, it was kind of neat to read about the Beastie Boys. But it was kind of like, man, they were just like basically drug dealers. As usual, it seems like. And, like, I mean, they, they're all so fancy about it. They're such hipsters. They're like, oh, yeah, it's so funky. It's like, yeah, you guys are just dealing pot. But you know what? <sighs> Who cares about those guys? You know what I mean? Who cares? Allegedly, that one guy's dead. And I was like, man, maybe he faked his death, too. But I'd have other things to say about him. But I'm burnt on fucking caring about Jew musicians who are famous. It's like, that's not fair. You know, who would have guessed that the fucking Beastie Boys were Jewish, that Beck was Jewish, that everybody's Jewish all the time. Actually, I was going to switch topics. I was, uh, it says there's this young Disney girl, and I didn't recognize her name, but she said she was molested while she was at Disney. And I was just going to say, yeah, if you're not a Jew, you're basically been molested by the Jews. It seems like, I mean, there's this theory that, like, half the people they make famous in Hollywood have been, like, child sex slaves. 
but I'd be like, oh, I'm kind of tired of fucking talking about all that shit. Oh, yeah, I was going to say something about the Epstein. I forgot what it was, though. Just like a, a release of concern or something. A lot of people at the court. Yeah, I don't really have much to say. What's on my mind is like if I'm going to go to church or not this afternoon to get free food and chill out and hear the message. It's just kind of a drag, but I kind of like going on Fridays. And I'm a little bit low on food money. I'm about to probably get re-upped. I think I get paid this time, and then I think August, and then I'm over. Which I'm trying to start thinking about where I'm going to get my next food stamps, or get a job. I'm, there's a job I want to get, but I just, I didn't jump right on it either, so I'm just sort of like, not so sure I want to cut my beard, I'm not so sure if they're going to let me work. Like I th it sounds fun to work there, but I like, also just started thinking about all the scenarios that are not going to be fun. And, um, I, don't know. I think that I don't actually have to work this year at all. Like, I can probably just do, like, almost nothing for, like, all year. And then, like, next year, set, the, the only thing is, is if I do almost nothing all year, I might get depressed. There's going to be, you know, if I do the winter shelter thing. It's going to be, like, really frustrating at times, and it's going to be, like, yeah, but on the other hand, like, I really don't have to do much. That's the thing, like, I really don't have to do much. And I think I'm going to really not do much this year. Maybe I'll eventually cut my beard off, but I think that was part of the thing, too, is just keep my beard long and stay away from people who don't like my beard. Because uh, that was going to keep me safe and peaceful, really. Although, it's not like an antidote to all my rage. But, um, it was kind of a cool theory. Oh, what else? It's about 9 in the morning, 9.30. I'm just thinking about getting a coffee to get a little screwed up, a little wired up, and then... I guess I'll just go to the fucking library. It's all foggy anyway. I mean, what the fuck am I going to do outside? I mean, let's say I got my movie project I'm working on, you know, it's doing pretty good. The scripts, they came out, they're coming out pretty good. Then I did a little bit of tech news this week. Uh, kind of tried to contact a few people, typically with some mockery. And, uh, you know, I don't really think that's the most effective technique, but I kind of like try to get people's attention. So I don't know what's the best technique. I'm a little bit bitter about some things, 
like uh, popularity and who gets to take the top of the algorithm and stuff and stuff like that. I was just listening to some other feedback on some systems and some compromise and, uh, you know, payola sort of or self. They select like certain people who they probably, I mean, there's this one person, I don't even want to say her name right now, but she's connected to this d disgusting politician guy and they probably are doing some kind of favor, pay-to-play thing on a level. And then there's, like, anti-producer hostility against newcomers, like, in this so-called space, which I've been in since I was 10, recording my fucking jokes. So shut the fuck up. That was, like, 30 years ago. I was making podcasts. <laughs> They're called cassette tapes. But, yeah, just to kind of contextualize and go back and just relax and just, you know, think about all this stuff, but try not to think too hard. I mean, there's a lot of things that are emerging, which I'm grateful for. Like, I think this podcast thing, like, where, like, I just found a new one called True News that, like, maybe a lot of people wouldn't like, but I like it. I mean, they're digging up some interesting stories. I mean, they're, they're doing, like, all the stories that, like, I was interested in about Giselle Maxwell and then her dad. And they're, like, they're doing, like, deep coverage of this stuff with, like, experts on the topics. I mean, I didn't realize that that woman's dad was, like, a major figure, but apparently he was. Oh, yeah, um, Sam comes tomorrow. I was going to try to hang out and catch a glimpse of him or something, but I'm like incredibly fucking no-give-a-fucks. Like, I skipped the Bitcoin meetup, and this guy, he does this podcast, and kind of friends with him, or we're pals at least. I mean, it'd be fun to meet up with him, but uh, I don't have a dollar to spend on his show for sure. How much is it? It doesn't say. But, um, you know, I just, I can't really focus so much on, like, collecting all experiences and, you know, giving too many fucks. It just doesn't really work out that good. I just, you know, I can't. I don't have that much energy. Like, I mean, I get kind of sad about it sometimes. I'm sitting there just, like, laying back and, like, I have to, I'm taking naps again. But, you know, they're not that long. So it's not so defeating when I'm just like, okay, i got to take a nap for a half an hour or something around four. It's kind of good because I like to lie down anyway, so I go. Sometimes I take a nap. And then I just, sometimes I get up and come out again. Or sometimes I just stay. Last night I watched uh, two episodes of Sopranos. I just started getting into that show. I'm like 10 years too late for that one. Or like 20 years. Yeah, apparently they started producing in like 1999 or 2000 or something before 9-11. Um, I'm having a blast watching that show. I never watched it before. 
So I'm like 20 years old on that thing, basically, but it's still entertaining. And it still feels kind of fresh, too. But not really, but it's like, I gotta appreciate that show. It's really good. It's like really well made. I mean, it's really funny. It's the writing is really good, the dialogue, all the. I don't know, just the whole. It's funny as hell, too. Um, what else? Uh, you know, studying shit, uh, journalism, thinking more about crypto, being annoyed by existing systems, uh, Coinbase. Every time I try to sign up for Coinbase, it's hell. So this time I actually tried to comply with everything, and then they're they're checking my identity, and they're like, they start asking me questions that only I would know about my. And the first thing they ask me is they give me a list of people I might know, and they say who, and then they have like addresses and stuff. They're testing my identity, and it shows my mom's name. So Coinbase, Coinbase upon me entering like my birth date and my name, uh, and the last four digits of my social security is already telling me who my mom is. That shit almost made me want to kill somebody. But I was like, God damn it, you fucking assholes! Like I don't want to be telling you who my mom is to fucking shoot crypto, change crypto, or do crypto. That's not what I'm in this for. I'm not here to be identified and then fucking racketeered with fucking, you know, awareness that these douchebags know my family. All on my identity. It's like, even if I was just doing regular banking, I mean, in the old days, of course, you would give them your mother's maiden name, I guess, as like a as a way to verify who you were. I mean, but that, you know, I never thought about it back then, but that's the same thing. It's like, They've got you, like, you know, by the balls, essentially. They can murder your mother if they if they want to because they know who she is. Not good. So I'm not into that. And that, that really triggered me again. Everything Coinbase does, I hate. I'm like, if there's anything I like about crypto, it's when it's anonymous and I'm not thinking about my mom. So, um, yeah, there's little things that piss me off about, you know, what's going on and stuff, but I think I've kind of taken a little break from, uh, being super enraged by these people that I don't like because I've started to realize they kind of like thrive off of my outrage and, uh, It's like good for them. Not so good for me.
I don't know, otherwise I'm bouncing my ball. I mean, I don't have much to say. I mean, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Like, I get kind of bored. But, like, I fill my free time, as usual, with watching some movies. I'm glad I have a new movie to watch, new show. There's, like, you know, it's probably, like, many, many seasons I can watch. Um, Jesus Christ, what is that? And then, uh, news has been fascinating, infuriating, but trying to get, like, some little distance from some of the judgment about the whole Epstein scandal and how vast it is. Like, I don't want to get out too outraged. And, uh, been making some points about stuff and kind of helping me, um, validate the tech news project in a way, like, ethically, I guess. Which is kind of motivating, but at the same time, it's like, I don't want to overwork on it. Yeah, I've been actually I've been working on my patterns of uh, distribution or production. Really, the biggest shift was uh, going into Mega Cloud instead of Archive because Archive censored me. Fucking Jeff, scumbag. But you know what? I made the change. It's not that big a deal. It's a little frustrating because it's not as convenient to download for sure. It's not, but it's it's a little bit more. Um, relaxing to think that my gear, my fucking files probably aren't going to be deleted. It might be, but, you know. And it's also comforting to know that most of uh, my theories lately and truth about what is real, or my belief about what is real, is like redundantly, in fact, it always was, reported on by other people who are more like the source of the reports anyway, but just knowing that even if I'm being censored like other people are out there getting shit made that's like really good good work that's like comforting it's comforting to know that people are telling the truth otherwise um, yeah my ambitions to produce my own fictional movies uh, reduced a little bit right now but you know, being in the process of all those concepts and sort of basically starting screenplays and trying to recruit here and there is like something I'm liking to do, but I don't know. I don't really care, honestly, about fucking if I actually proceed with that shit. I mean, I'd like to, but not if I have to fucking work really hard at it. I mean, I don't mind. I like the way I work, and it's like if, if other people aren't going to start picking up on it and seeing that vibe then it's just, it's kind of like a meme project after all, and which is fine too, it's like, I like looking at it like that, it's kind of just like a trolling, anti-mainstream op, until, until people take it more seriously, and then, it, not that it'll ever really be mainstream, but more that it'll be like, functionally alternative, but you know, that's, you know, that's almost semantics at this point, like what is mainstream? I think the only thing that really separates me from most podcasts is, like, I don't really have a very good microphone, which is a big separation if you listen. It doesn't sound as good, and, like, a lot of uh, chintzy-ass podcasts out there, they just sound, the sound sucks. That's, like, the main thing. They don't even normalize. Like, the best podcasts have, like, a a loudness and uh, a balance and sort of some sound that's, like, thick. But I don't even think that's that hard to pull off if I processed and post. 
But uh, it's just not my highest priority. I feel like with like such a monologue as mine, like it really doesn't matter. And I don't really want to put that much time into fucking post-processing or anything. Maybe, maybe I'd start to do that for like a weekly show, but definitely not on everything I do, unless there's some batch maneuver I could do. But even then, it'd take too much time. These are more like just notes anyway. But yeah, I think that maybe... I don't know. I don't really think about fidelity or sound fidelity. I mean, I don't even have a single fan, it doesn't seem like. But yeah, there's something funny about what's happening with the podcast world and all that. I hate that word, but... It's just like, yeah, everybody has a podcast now. It's like, oh, look, look. Like, I guess you have to fucking come down to the reality where it's just like it's you're all the same now it's like a blog but you know some people maybe maybe are selling advertisement and prospering but guess what I don't really have to do in order to continue doing what I do so it's kind of funny I sometimes really feel like a lot of the world is like basically being forced to essentially address that people like me just won't be stopped unless we're basically shot in the face. I mean, you can try to intimidate too, but it's like, and that could be maybe more effective, but, um, the means of production, it's like everything's been so fucking leveled. And so everything that's extraneous and costly, especially if it doesn't tell the truth, I mean, I think telling falsehoods is actually maybe unsustainable as well. But that's what I enjoy watching is, like, watching all these other people, like, struggle and try to fucking lie. And then just seeing the fucking truth come out and just, like, you know, it shows, sort of it shows. That's, I think, what Epstein is showing is, like, a lot of how a lot of people are just kind of fucked. And, I mean, the Jewish... The Jewish thing, the corruptions, the pedophilia, all that crap, fucking theft and stuff. I mean, it kind of continues to emerge, but it's kind of haunting and it's kind of uh, sad, but, you know, but that's all the stuff that comes through my phone. I mean, otherwise, I mean, life on the ground is... is uh, pretty good. Life on the ground is pretty good. It's just a little bit... Mm, it can get really... Uh, it can get a little depressing and boring the way I'm living. But I'm also trying to just, you know, stay humble and stay um, not small, but just um, grateful for the... Uh, the safety and the, um, the calming lifestyle. And I'm actually kind of trying to get more into that than anything else as an antithesis to chasing fame, for example, and especially like geolocating to somewhere else. Cause like, I'm like, 
you know, I've fucking traveled so much in the past, I don't know how many years, 10 years really, but, um, and like I've got, I've been all over California back and forth and then I just did Florida. I even did Hawaii, but you know, it's kind of like at some point I'm just like, you know what? Ah, it's not even really worth it to keep moving. But, you know, on the other hand, when it gets colder here, I mean, I might decide to go back to Los Angeles because, as usually happens, I go, fuck, it's too cold here. It's going to be 10 degrees warmer, which is a lot, down there. And I have fun down there. And, you know, I'll probably, I might switch, you know. But um, my main thing about staying here is, like, I want to find a wife and I want to kind of start getting married and start thinking about having kids. But... There's this one girl who's around here, but then, I mean, there's other girls I think about, and I really haven't solved the problem of, like, desiring more than one woman, and then also desiring no relationship, because I'm just kind of a sex fiend, maybe, just a fantasy hound, I don't know, and just like, you know, I, I like to fantasize about women for about 15 minutes a night, not much longer than that, and then, uh, then I go to sleep, and I kind of feel... It's a little bit depressing, but it's also fucking convenient, honestly, that I don't really have to think about women that much after that. But part of me, yeah, there's definitely a part of me that's, like, interested in having a more friendship thing with a woman, which is, like, that part of the relationship that's not sexual, basically. Um, Like, intimacy and stuff. But uh, we'll see about that. And in the meantime, you know, I'm not trying to force anything and... But otherwise, like, if none of that ever comes to be this year, I don't know what's going to, you know, if, if I might not just want to go back to Hollywood again, because I'll be like, well, I don't have a relationship. Uh, what am I doing? You know, maybe I'll just go back to Hollywood. Who knows? But, you know, like, I keep saying but, 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 because, like, I don't want to keep working for some imaginary audience out there that doesn't give a fuck about me anyway and never would. I mean, it's just, like, I think that's sort of where I'm at with, like, the limits of even the fame thing, like, in Hollywood, it's, like, it's, like, also fleeting and stuff, and then it's just anti-relaxation, really, and, like, relaxation is kind of becoming more of a, you know, a norm for me, which I think is good, I like watching shows, like I said, but I don't really want to try to so-called challenge myself to do anything else, because, you know, the future is micro, the future is decentralized, it's here, kind of, and, like, I don't need to do anything else. Like, I'm good. The The trick is, like, when they say, oh, you've got to go do something with your life, it's like, yeah. Because then I fall into their trap, and I have to start doing things for them. No. And that's, like, what a lot of my examination has been, is realizing how often, even, like, go to college. So I guess I was listening to Peter Thiel a little bit, but... I mean, I got paid to go to college, so it worked out well for me, but... Still, you know, these ideas that I have to achieve more to get something that's like never going to be there like they were saying pretty extensively it's a fucking hoax it's basically a hoax and I, I can't really disagree with that um yeah there's a lot of stuff going on with crypto and regulation as soon as Libra came out everybody's talking about that in Congress it just seems like kind of convenient but there's all this blah 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 all the time and it's just like a lot of this garbage but uh, meanwhile, Bitcoin is something else.
yeah, I'm kind of thinking about getting money. I'm kind of thinking about getting this job, but I don't really necessarily think they're going to want to hire me because of the way I look and how I live. So I'm, I'm not trying to be pessimistic about it, but I'm also not trying to go have an awkward interview that's going to end with them saying, are you homeless? Because, like, I'm pretty much already determined I'm not going to take the job if I have to pay rent or if I have to, uh, even if I have to live in the fucking shelter because it's, like, it's actually just literally not worth it. So if that's what it's got to be like, then that's not the job really for me. I mean, part of me really wants that job because it's so easy, but what if I went and did that three days a week, but I had to give, like, at least half my money back to fucking rent? Well, you know, that might not be the worst thing, actually. You know, but at this point, I really can't justify, like, literally, even if I was to do that, so that'd be, like, 24 hours a week, or three six-hour shifts, maybe, so, like, 18 hours a week, plus commute. Plus all the time it takes to get my clothes together and my grooming, which is substantial. All that time and then mentally suppressing myself like while I'm at work 18 hours a week. Maybe I'd get a fucking room for half or 30, 300 bucks. But then I'd have a long ass commute probably to find wherever a cheap ass room was because it wouldn't be downtown. And then already I'd be fucked. That'd be like 40 hours a week of work or work a week just to get nothing and then maybe I'd come out with maybe I'd come out with about a hundred dollars a week and I'd have way less sanity and no free time yeah no that sounds terrible that sounds fucking awful the only reason that job sounds good is if I could work 18 hours a week and I could live in the fucking river and then show up you know relatively groomed and uh make money, and then I can make a lot of money, and I can make at least $200 a week, uh, about, so I'd double it, and then I wouldn't have to fucking commute either, or negotiate a bunch with like a landlady or whatever the fuck,
How are you doing? Good, how are you? Uh, pretty well. All right, three or four. Thank you. Yeah, it's kind of incredible here. It's almost like post-work future. Or it's been like that for me. I think I could be doing more, but I'm still kind of hoping my disability is going to just like minimize. I mean, in many ways, it is minimized. And I think I could work, but the thing is, is whether or not they're going to let me work if I don't have a house, because I I can't I can't make enough to pay rent. That's just not going to happen. I'm not going to work that hard. Like it's just it's not worth it in life. So, where are we? What? How much is left? Amount? Oh, you didn't even tell me. Oh, no big deal. I'm almost at the end of my month. It's been fun. I've had this Florida food stamps this whole time. And it's like every time I get food stamps and I travel, it's always kind of interesting to be using food stamps somewhere else. I mean, I guess technically it's against the rules, but I don't see it as against the rules because I see it as a federal fucking program. And I mean, I'm in duress like half my life anyway. I had to leave Florida because I was afraid of hurricanes. How am I going to go into the fucking place and go, while I'm on food stamps, which is my principal source of income, I'm going to go in there and go, hey, I'm leaving. Will you cancel my food? I'm not sure when I'm going to leave, but let me make sure I can do that. Or I guess I could have gone in the day before I went, but I couldn't get back down to the office. And the fucking websites and the phone numbers are ridiculously impossible to fucking use. I'm thinking about getting food stamps and welfare here, but like a lot of times that I go into the, the, you know, when I lose my food stamps, I usually am thinking about getting a job and then almost always I don't get a job and for whatever reason. And then I'm like fucking broke as fuck and I get really desperate. And then I finally have to go back to the welfare office and just ask for more money. Cause it's just like, that's what happens all the time. And I'm kind of trying to stave that off this time so that I don't have to be all fucking desperate either by getting a job or 
fucking, um, you know, preparing adequately and getting at least food stamps. I think I can probably get at least food stamps here. I don't remember, though. It seems like they're always kind of, like, more difficult to get here. Or welfare is harder to get here. And so I kind of wish I could just go back to L.A. and just get food stamps and welfare. But, strangely enough, you know, or as it is, as it happens to be, if I do that, I'm going to lose all the free food that I get in Santa Cruz. So I'm almost like, you know what, it's kind of better to stay in Santa Cruz, just on that objective level, even if I don't get money. And it always kind of has been. Or, it, I mean, that's always been like, or at least recently, let me put it that way, I've been more like, I'd rather be here getting food than having some cash in Los Angeles, maybe. But I do like Los Angeles, but since I'm trying to stay here and, like, get rooted and stuff and, like, have, like, the community thing, which is pretty strong here. And then my family, even though I'm not really seeing them that much, but they are here. I'm a little bit disappointed that my family isn't, like, reaching out to me a little more, but I don't exactly know how they do that anyway because I'm not very connected, but they haven't sent me any emails. They didn't really seem like they wanted to hang out that much. So I'm like, why, you know, why am I caring so much? And it kind of hurts my feelings, but it also is just kind of like, I don't really like them that much either. So, but I don't know. I mean, so it's like, why am I here? It's kind of a good question, but it is a really easy place to live. So I kind of look at it like that. I just killed that damn fucking espresso fucking almond drink. It's expensive as fuck, but it's good. Uh, I've been bouncing my ball a lot. Which sounds like a non-interesting thing to say, but... It's been like, every time, and I've been bouncing a ball for like almost years now, it's got to be one of the most relaxing physical exercises I can do. It's so, it calms me down, it's kind of fun, it's always fun. I mean, I really, I don't lose the joy of bouncing a ball off the wall. It's like, I mean, I really only want to do it for about 10, 10 or 15 minutes usually, but I just, I don't know, it's its meditative or something, it's, I'm pretty sure, I hope it's strengthening my left arm, but yeah, maybe sometimes I don't really want to even, uh, uh, what was I going to say, oh well, I think I'm going to go to the library, yeah, just, like a lot of everything is just sort of, uh, Nothing's wrong. Nothing's too right. Kind of looking for the next story or something, but... You know, I'm not really in a huge rush to do anything. At all. Like, I'm even, like, backing off on... I do my music a little bit, but, like, I'm not like... Oh, I've got to put out a new album. Not to make fun of my previous self or anybody else, but... I put out so many albums, it's like... I'm kind of tired of stressing about that shit. Like, if I want to make music, I'll make music. If I want to listen to music, I'll listen to music. Etc. And so I guess I'm just going to go to the computer, which I get kind of depressed about. 
but actually I'm ready for it. I'm gonna go and just zone out, then I'm gonna go to lunch, then I'm gonna come back. And that's about that. I might go to church later. It's pretty damp out. It's kind of almost misting. That's how foggy it is. Otherwise, it hasn't rained a single once since I got back. Which, you know, compared to fucking Florida, it's nice. Because you know, it was hard. You know, I was living in the mud. Everything was always just kind of damp. Most of the time. Well, not always, but... Had a lot of wetness. I don't know, I still am kind of thinking if I had 500 bucks or 1000 bucks somehow, would I do exactly the same thing next winter? Like go probably first to LA and then to Florida for three months? I mean, if I had enough money to travel without hurting, or to travel, you know, without difficulty is what I mean, I might, because it's really not that hard if I have the money, but... At the same time, I kind of just, I kinda, you know, I haven't been in Santa Cruz for the winter for like two years, and I kind of just want to do that, because it's just so easy to be here. So I think as long as it continues to be easy to be here, I'm probably just going to default stay here, which is good. Like, there's nothing, going to L.A. for me is like, it's fun, Hollywood and stuff, but like, that doesn't necessarily advance my career. But it kind of does in some ways, but it's like, I don't know if there's an end of my career or like if there's anywhere I'm trying to go. And like, I, I think a lot of this has been lately like reflecting on like Jewish sex scandals and Jewish corruption and all the Jewish lies and all the Jewish crap and all the supremacy as well. And just being like, oh, you know what, I'm probably better off just staying here. And knowing that, like, my voice can get around the world anyway is kind of just a reminder that, like, show business is, like, totally different now. But at the same time, it's, like, it's still the same, but I don't really have to fucking dance. Dancing for the man. I decided that dancing for the man just wasn't worth it anymore. Jim Carrey. But seriously. All right, well, I'm going to go enjoy myself. And uh, watch other people's shows, probably. Maybe some of mine. And yeah, just remember that show business is inside me now. It always was. I mean, I'm just trying to be esoteric somehow. Or finalizing with some kind of, you know, separation of from slavery. But yeah, showbiz is within me and without me. But I am the master. Why am I doing that? Why am I doing that? Well, just to save myself. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's up, what's up? I don't believe in Facebook ads. I don't think they're real.
Like, I mean, I guess there's probably, I think a lot of people are being hoaxed by them. I feel like I was hoaxed by some Bitcoin prices at some points, and like if I got on on the wrong time, you know, I lost money. And so there's like, I guess I'm acquainted with having expectations that turn out to be kind of dashed. But also I have one, two personal acquaintances who used Facebook ads and it didn't contribute to any sales for them. And they published on it on Facebook 10 years ago. Fuck Facebook. Facebook is a dinosaur. It's fucking disgusting. Health net, YouTube, ad spam in front of every video. It's all the same. But I'm not in charge of corporate budgets that like are, you know, in the thousands or whatever. And people are like, oh, that's a good idea. Let's get into this new thing called Facebook. What a fucking joke. Ah, but you know what? Maybe, maybe it works for some people. Is there any data that Facebook ads work? Is there any data that Facebook ads work? And maybe there is. Maybe there's tons of it. Why don't you show that to me? Why don't you put that right in front of my face, show me how it fucking works, and then maybe I'll even buy Facebook ads. If it's going to make me some money, how the fuck is that going to make me some money? And what's a good product to sell right now? Why don't you tell me a good product to sell... Or a good service. Until then, fuck you. Fuck you. You guys are hoax artists. Just fucking trying to get people to sign up. Facebook ads. Have a great return on Facebook ads. Yeah, well, it takes a little while. <sighs> what a joke. I don't trust any of these people. Okay, so now that I got that out of the way, I was just pissed. I was trying to... Like, I got really efficient on my work, and I was like, boom, 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 boom. All the headlines, I was going to, like, have the robot read it, and then the robot failed. It's been failing recently. It's kind of sad. But actually, I have another robot that does the same trick. Actually, and that one's better because it can subtract numerals and certain strings from being read. And so I'm sure with a little effort, I could actually subtract a lot of the extraneous errata of certain web pages that usually makes it annoying to listen to. And then I looked into automating, I looked into Python for a moment, and not to name drop a language I don't use, but why can't I just, you know, get the robot to point to some URLs repeatedly and read and then congregate the files all into, like, I think I can. There's this one app that does, like, almost all of that stuff. But uh, I would just have to have, like, maybe a browser. Um, well, a web page, maybe, that just boom, 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 boom. I'd hit, I'd hit it, or I'd have it memorize the URLs. And then it would do all the reading the headlines for me. Right. Right now, I still don't have anything generating automatic headlines for me, but it's pretty much podcasts. People do it. I mean, to get through, like, bias and all that, that's kind of like a subjective, mental, human operation to detect sarcasm and to detect expertise. 
Why do I hate everything right now? Like you, dork. Where the fuck did you come from? Man, two of you guys? Fucking super spy Range Rovers. Okay. Duh, we are in the Mossad. Man, it's too foggy out here. Just racing thoughts. It's just a little too weird. <sighs> it's going to be Black Cube at some point. I'll probably see him. Because they're going to stand out like a fucking sore thumb. Nah, but I don't want to take that so seriously. I'm not trying to get all paranoid. I mean, I think a lot of people are investigating Mossad right now. and All those people. Yeah, I was just pissed. The robot didn't work. Um, and I started to try to apply for jobs that we work remotely. And I just get triggered. Oh, uh, what else? I tried to sign up for something. It's just like stupid. Oh, yeah. Oh, I tried to do a lot of audio processing online. Not only did all the free apps fail, uh, I even went to my, my favorite standby, Cloud audio processor whose brand name I'm not promoting because they haven't hired me to. And they, uh, their shit started crashing. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? I kept crashing Chrome. That never happens. Never. Never seen that happen. Then my phone was crashing too. It was getting me like fucking pissed. It's Friday. So I had like three major failures in a row. <sighs> nice bomb. Honestly, I'm fucking pissed about it all. <sighs> Which uh, kind of makes me think about what I'm trying not to do, which is like flame out on fucking tech or over overload my emotions with expectations about tech being good. Or even giving too many fucks about tech, period. At all. I mean, after all, tech is just another... Fucking... Category. Somebody I know likes to make fun of me when I even say tech. But, I mean, for most people, it's like tech, 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 tech. It's all tech. Me too. That's part of the reason it's tech news. Weather's bad. I'm caffeinated. That's half the problem right there. Fucking three shots of espresso. 
I'm caffeinated and it's foggy and it's misty and it's crowded because it's fucking Friday. I mean, it's all the stupid fucks are going to come out. <sighs> so, yeah, I'm trying to get over that habit of calling people stupid, but... Okay, so let's put it this way. All the people who have regular routines that come together, that get into more crowded situations, and who aren't as regular as the people on Monday through Thursday, regular, or they're different, regular in a different way. It's just a different pattern, basically. Maybe that'll help me, you know? And I don't have to call everybody stupid. And I mean, it sounds wrong when I do that. Like, I mean, I'm constantly, you know, like I hear it in other people on their podcasts, that, you know, when they really think about it, when they really say something about people, and they distill it all, they go, they're stupid. I do that too. Yeah, they're stupid. Stupid. I do that. Maybe I'm the king of that. Maybe I'm the worst. I'm sure so many people do that. Oh, they're stupid. And if they don't say they're stupid, they say some other kind of synonym, essentially, that's like very similar to they're stupid. Similar phrase. And it's like, so what? What does that give me? What does that give you? And it's like, the easiest thing to do is basically remove myself from any kind of interaction and refer to it from afar and call it stupid. And it's almost like that's what I'm getting at. Tech is stupid. I mean, this is tech, but any more tech is like fucking stupid. But that's what pisses me off about so much like jobs and tech, like remote allegedly remote jobs that then are just like scams or just like they want you to come into the office. It's not even remote. And like it just I like to make fun of those people by now cuz like until I find like a good remote position the best thing I saw on this job board which I don't even want to say their name again cuz I can't tell if any of those jobs are any good. I'm not going somebody else gets paid to advertise their bullshit. And then they use user fucking report to see whether or not the fucking job is even remote. I tried to do that. I couldn't even do that. Like this one job wasn't even remote. Three days of the week they want you in the office. That's not remote. But I tried to uh, report and I forget what happened. I couldn't, couldn't do it or something. I'm edgy as fuck right now. I'm trying not to be. I think, yeah, the secret ingredient is fucking too much caffeine. <sighs> but a lot of dysfunction, too. But then that just makes, that gets to this, like, oh, I don't know how to self-describe it. This is kind of pathetic um, routine where I go through and I complain about stuff that's not working. I think what I'm kind of implying, though, or getting to and what I want to state is that a lot of tech is, like, so fucking useless. But useless to, maybe to me, and therefore to some. But, I mean, a lot of jobs apparently seem to be, like, useful somehow to some people. But I think that a lot of times that these job applications are basically just trying to take knowledge from people. So when I see that, I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you fuck you, and once in a while I'll give you a free joke, 
which I like to put on my own page anyway. It's like a good way to tell jokes. <clears throat> and then that increases like the brand strength that I have. I don't know if anybody watches my my site or not, but Oh yeah, so I was like thinking about post-processing um, audio files to kind of improve them. And it was just it was a disaster. And like I didn't expect it to be a disaster. I thought it was going to be pretty easy to normalize fucking audio. Man, I couldn't even load it into my fucking work. I think maybe because it was so long. It's like over an hour or something. Maybe that's why. It's not even that many megabytes. So I don't know why that was. But normalizing always, though, is like such a time-consuming process. No matter how I did it, if it was offline or with applications or whatever, normalizing is like a fucking long process. First off, it has to search for the peak in the um, audio, which shouldn't be that hard, I don't think. Just look for the maximum decibel moment. I don't know why that's so hard. But then it takes forever to, like, sort of, I guess, like, adjust lows and highs and kind of compromise them or compress them. Compress. Compress. Um, what else happened? I mean, I almost want to publish this on the front page just to kind of, you know, but it's not going to be long enough. I'm going to lunch. I mean, I like to give out long recordings. I could crunch this in with other ones, but I don't know, I guess. And then there's like somebody I want to complain about right now, but like kind of the adversary. And, uh, I just, you know, it just doesn't really normalizing, but in a different way, like that's sort of been the thing. Like if I'm adversarial, which I am because I'm adverse to liars, deceivers, criminals, nepotists, smug fucks, privileged fucking brats, princesses, etc. Like, I don't like all that stuff, especially when they have like, you know, routine hatred against my type of people or against, you know, people that I don't think deserve it and stuff. I mean, I guess I'm an anti-bully and they're the ones who are real bullies and stuff. So, but you know, I just, just like, I get too passionate about it and then I come off like I'm foaming and it's like, what good does that do, really? But it's it's part of my routine, you know? It's like, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm trying to reduce that. But it's like, so what do I do? And that's kind of what it feels like. It's like, what do I do? What do I talk about? Well, I don't know. Why don't I talk about my ball instead? My ball is green. It bounces. It's pretty well inflated. It's round. There's a spectacular pattern on any common tennis ball, really, that involves two pieces of material that join together in a sphere and if you've ever seen it they're like almost like the figure eight except that very wide in the middle and they don't cross i don't know what you would call that a little it's almost like a mobius there's just a little pattern it's nearly nearly just like not an oval but a yeah it's two pieces fit together to make a tennis ball it's pretty miraculous i wonder who actually invented that or like how they cognified the geometry for how to determine two pieces of material could make a sphere. It's pretty fucking incredible. And, like, if you look at it in a certain way, it actually makes the shape of an S, like a very strong and symmetrical shape of an S, which is 
kind of incredible as well. But that would be like analyzing, you know, <clears throat> forms related to the sphere in a division of area. It's maybe not that notable or applicable to any other form of inspection. But I did just talk about my ball, so... I don't know, now that I'm done talking about my ball, I think it's almost comedy. Like, what what else is there? Um, I think it's time for me to go eat. But I gotta be careful. Yesterday, I just feel like I get really edgy. Especially when I'm caffeinated. And, like, I'm beginning to expect more people than they're capable of you know, exhibiting, like, um, how would I phrase that? I'm beginning to expect more, like, of the locations. Like, these guys were, like, snorting and, like, snoring and, like, talking really loudly and, like, the library assistant wasn't doing anything about it because he's more mild-mannered. And I was like, damn. You know, and then I'm like, I don't want his job. I don't want to have to tell people what to do. But it was driving me bonkers. And I'm trying to plug my ears with sound. And I'm, like, choosing other people's music because I'm kind of sick of listening to my own music. But it's really just about filling my ears with something somewhat innocuous so that I can concentrate on the other work. There's these big-ass dogs around here, too. It's so... There's so many of them. I can't tell who's who. They're all big. It's like a new trend. Mm, I was going to say that indicates people can afford a lot of dog food. But, yeah, so back to, like, relevancy and stuff, as well as automation and, like, new tech and minimalism and discarding, like, useless fucking procedures, which is, like, the majority of everything, including email logins. God damn it. You know, and it's, like, everything. And then, like, I think half of these job advertisements are just there to, like, advertise fucking platform to potential, you know, high spenders or something. It's, like, fictionalizing this whole fucking universe of functionality that it's, like, not actual. But uh, I'll be talking more about that, I'm sure. I'm actually looking for, like, so-called new investments, although I don't have any money, but just, like, new investments of my time. And I'm also working on my own project and trying to get it tighter and stuff or more functional, maybe more micro, more usable. That was, like, what I got failed on today. I just got hung up on some procedures, and, like, I'm, I'm kind of brainstorming on the next phase of my project. Otherwise, uh, I guess I'll just press stop, and I'll get back at you later. Relevancy and efficiency. Relevancy subjectively concluded, often idiosyncratic, stereotypes useful for general categorization, perhaps, as an editor, 
yet ultimately uh, user-centric behavior is probably preferred and curation which is sort of a thing that I do as like an editor I suppose but mainly as a curator <coughs> is uh, something that's happening but relevancy then is something that uh, editorially I'm sort of I guess questioning and trying to learn more about I mean I have relevancy or I mean there's topics that I feel are relevant to me but sometimes they change so I don't know what the answer to that is except for I try to curate um, not even topics that are necessarily just mm, trending topics that are that are substantial. Yeah, that's that's fair to say. <coughs> I am trying to curate trending topics that are substantial, not just uh, not just some frivolous instance so it's usually going to be political or criminal or geopolitical war and peace or managerial perceptions management systems or tech or crypto yeah <coughs> oh well that's pretty vague but it's good starting point and then efficiency is like what I'm working on now I was referring to it in my last recording how to kind of make these things go better but I'm starting to feel just like and I hate to say it because I kind of don't like Google but just taking Google news searches and maybe feeding them into a system <laughs> is uh I mean, you know, good way to get news. Or, I wish I knew how to automate that better, but maybe I'll explore that a little more. I don't like Google, but, I mean, I want to work on other things things that aren't Google, but that and Twitter are really the easiest ways to get, like, updates on topics. problem with, like, Twitter, though, is that <laughs> it's, like, really lame. Like, it's, you know, it's not substantial, really. So you get a lot of frivolous blue check mark journalists debating a product or some vanity or some racism or some bullshit charge. What's up with that cute girl over there? <clears throat> There's still a 007 carved in the cement over there that's been there since I was about 10 years old. That means that piece of cement is about 30 years old. At least. Someone carved like a really nice 007 with a pistol on it. Hey, it's you. <laughs> I was wondering when those seeds over here. Yeah, I've just saw my mom, so I wanted to stop the recording. She doesn't like being on the recording. Um, yeah, that's one of the benefits of living in my hometown. It's like, I was wondering, I hadn't seen her for a while, but now we just, we usually run into each other. It's a small town. She lives near downtown, and I live near downtown, basically. That was good to see her. Yeah, it was really good to see her, actually. I love my mom. That's funny, I was just talking about the 007 carved in the uh, 
cement over there. And, you know, it was 30 years ago, I was a 10-year-old boy, and my mom was with us, or at least she was nearby, I'm sure. Or we were with our babysitters, but... And so we just ran into each other on our same street that we used to live on. <laughs> yeah, relevancy. I mean, for a long time, it's almost like I would be anti-family or anti-subjective mm, or anti-personal and try to be more objective all the time, or at least at least more maybe cosmopolitan or city-centric. But, like, that's the thing that I've been kind of thinking about recently is, like, I mean, we can all be, like, cyber geniuses nowadays. And location is irrelevant for the Internet. Location is only relevant for people, like, covering events in, like, Washington, D.C. or something, and New York, maybe in Silicon Valley, Los Angeles. Oh, speaking of which, I just saw Munchkin's wife on the cover of a magazine called Los Angeles. And she's acting like a total prostitute. I mean, she is. She's got, like, red lipstick smeared all over her face, and she's looking, like, really dynamic and not conservative at all. Which is, you know, maybe that's what the White House is good for nowadays is just to get attention onto your projects. <clears throat> Otherwise, what's it good for? And what is the Congress good for? I mean, they just went through this whole thing where they're calling Trump a racist or not allowed to call Trump a racist. And it's like the algorithm has invaded Congress now. It's just like racist, not a racist, racist, not a racist. That's all they can really do. And I mean, is that, what do they do? What do they do? Besides stop things from happening sometimes or threaten or try to stop things from happening. And then they release expenditures, which are already captured and controlled and trickled down of a whole bunch of corrupted fucks. I think, though, and I don't have a conclusive thought on this, but I think that's the problem, is that at some point they run out of talent, and almost no amount of money can change a person. And by the way, it doesn't even, you don't even have to be skilled, but if they can't get you to do something for them, I mean, they're out of talent. So it's like we're already kind of at a peak and so, yeah, relevancy and efficiency, as I was just referring to, <clears throat> it's kind of like, it's all about economics, really. It's like relevancy, like what do I want, and efficiency, how do I get it faster? And like, I'm already post-work, basically. Post-work, what was the two, three phrases? Uh, post-work, post-money, and uh, post-function is kind of the the joking instance. For me, it's like, if, if your system doesn't work, like, I still want stuff that works. And so, it's just really about consuming more information, more fiction, more data. And, like, if your system's not helping me do that, I don't know how it's subsidized with your fake money and stuff, but it's your scam, not mine. So I wonder about that. And that's really what makes me mad nowadays. But I'm trying to... That and people who are specifically anti-white or just super bitter and subsidized. But, like, I mean, I'm looking... starting to think about it more long-term. I'm like, how long can they last being so bitter? And if they're Jewish, maybe they have Jewish men paying them. 
maybe it's Rothschild, maybe it's Rockefeller, so the anti-white thing can go on as long as the Rothschilds don't have to sell off their heirlooms. Oh, wait, that already happened, right? So the Rothschilds sold their heirlooms, and what else is changing in America? I mean, in the world. <laughs> but I just look for signals like that. And yeah, it kind of is a contest. But it's really a sort of like an observation of of the like perpetual contest. And now I wonder, there's, yeah, there's vague things like meritocracy versus nepotism, which are just categorizations that may or may not help me observe like, you know, what I'm wondering about, like, does nepotism outlast meritocracy? But back to efficiency. And the answer is ultimately no, because nepotism is inefficient. And systems are decentralized. Or is that not true? So anything like that. I'll be watching you on the internet.